Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, and welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist, and on today's episode, we're discussing a visualization exercise to help us face the unknown. Highly sensitive people and empaths suffer from more anxiety and depression than the average person. Now, why is that when so many of us are on the seeker's path and so many of us deeply desire, want, and are craving peace, comfort, centeredness? Why do we struggle more with anxiety and depression? Well, we're more aware. We soak up more of the dysfunction in the world. One of the ways that we get stuck in dysfunctional loops with ourselves is in processing our own anxiety. So I want to offer this as a visualization technique to help those of you who struggle with anxiety and then struggle with feelings of depression because of the anxiety that you have. Living a life with mild anxiety, living a life with generalized anxiety, living a life with social anxiety takes a certain amount of self-care. And what I urge myself and you and every sensitive person to do with that anxiety that we're going to feel is to let go of fighting that. It is unfair that that's how we process the world. It is unfair that we are the people that feel sort of the burden of the dysfunction of the world, our mini worlds and the bigger world at large. But over-focusing on that struggle and that unfairness just keeps us in a murky funk with ourselves. So if we can just accept, all right, based on my nervous system, based on my personality, based on my temperament, I am an observer. I process more of the world. So how do I take care of myself through that? What I see a lot of people, the hole that I see a lot of people falling into with anxiety is, okay, this anxiety is starting to build within me. I start to feel it. I start to use my tools and I'm breathing and I'm focusing and I'm thought stopping and I'm doing all the things. And then frustration sets in. So on top of the anxiety that I'm feeling building for whatever reason, maybe it's hormones, maybe the sun hasn't come out for a few days Uh, Maybe you've been around some energy vampires. Maybe there have been some subtle triggers you haven't been so aware of from some past trauma or neglect. So whatever the reason this anxiety starts to build, 
And we start to use our tools because, damn it, we have worked hard to try to figure this anxiety out. And right there in that moment, our little sneaky expectation, this expectation that is so easy for me to grab onto, and I know so many other highly sensitive people, that, damn it, I should be able to use my tools and control this feeling in my body. And the moment that we just can't, for whatever reason, despite our best self-care, our best intentions, it's just the body is feeling what it's feeling. We start to process that in that way that sensitive people are so, we're so hard on ourselves. So we start to process that in a, what's wrong with me? I'm not doing it right. And that's where that little sneaky perfectionism bites us in the ass of our own anxiety management. So if this struggle resonates with you, that you start to feel anxious and then you start to beat yourself up because you just can't make the anxiety shift, then this visualization is for you. Anxiety is like a little gremlin. And what it does in that moment is it starts to feel that you're starting to lose it. And it starts to hand you even more anxiety because if you can be anxious about how you're managing the anxiety, do you see how that starts to snowball? And that starts to culminate and and rapidly grow on itself. And then we wonder why that feeling that started out as just some mild, anxious energy in the body or in the mind becomes a panic attack because we make ourselves panic about it. If we could hold on to the proof that we have that 100% of the time our anxiety has passed, 100% of the time that anxious feeling has not killed you, 100% of the time you have lived through it and felt calm. It just wasn't always when you expected, when I wanted it to happen. And that's the piece that we can learn to let go of the expectation of. And when we do, paradoxically, that's when our anxiety starts to come down. A big part of this anxiety building is that we get lost in the feelings of unknown. That what if that the anxiety gremlin plays off of, what if this feeling never happens? What happens if this anxious feeling never shifts within me? And then our anxiety snowballs. So I invite you into this meditation where we can learn to sit with the unknown because in those feelings of the anxiety, we just, we don't know when it's going to end. We don't know what's going to shift it. And we can practice being more okay with that as backwards as that can sound. So I invite you to center, to lift tall through the spine to start to notice your breath and slow your breath down. Close your eyes, fluttering those eyelids ever so gently closed. Breathe in through the nose and out through the nose, lengthening the breath slightly, enjoying and inviting a full, deep breath with an easiness, not overextending, not over pushing, a deep, full, wide, cleansing breath. Now begin to visualize a door in front of you. And this is a room where There is safety. We're going to walk in the room. So when you're ready, visualize yourself reaching to the doorknob, opening the door, and stepping in. Now this room is fully dark. Fully dark. And the door closes behind you. 
Maybe you notice a little bit of anxiety because it's dark. It's an unknown. Take a few breaths into that unknown. Imagine that there can be safety within this quiet, within this solitude, within this darkness and unknown of this room. Inviting yourself to calm. We let go of any stories that create scariness in the dark. We let go of any stories with each exhale of anything being scary or intimidating or harmful. Because our mind can create stories, we can exist in a powerfulness with ourselves and our story making. We can imagine and create stories of safety, of security within the darkness. And when we do so, we help our inner child with those deep childhood fears of the monsters in the dark. And we help that inner child by telling them, big grown-up wise me is here. It is okay for you to settle. It is okay for you to be safe in the dark. And in the next inhalation, we magically turn on the lights and allow whatever comes on in your room, whatever you see, to be what you see. It's an ordinary room, maybe a room you've never been in before. Maybe a room that's familiar. Maybe it's a hodgepodge of familiarness in your room. Just allow yourself to look around this room with the lights on. Notice how you feel. Maybe centered, maybe relieved to see. Breathe in this relief when we see and when we know. We can be happy and contented and grateful for what we get to know when the lights are on, when we can see. Holding on to this feeling, like magic, we turn the lights off. Breathe into the darkness. Breathe into the unknown of the darkness. Breathe into the safety and security of not knowing, not seeing, allowing and practicing. Practicing safety and security, centeredness, groundedness, feeling solid just like a tree grows its roots into the earth. Feeling your feet grow down into the earth, rooted, strong, able to support oneself in the unknown. Notice your breath, slowing down each breath, maintaining a fullness and a wideness with each inhalation, inhaling fully And exhaling fully, pressing belly button to spine, emptying out the lungs. Another inhalation.
then like magic, we turn on the lights again. Notice your room. Notice in a comfortable way. Notice in a supportive way that you can trust the space around you. I am okay with the lights on and seeing. And in the next breath, we turn the lights off. And I am okay with the unknown. I am okay with the darkness. I can practice being okay and calm and centered in the unknown. And anytime I need to, I can flip on the lights of my knowing. I find great comfort knowing that I can only know what I know. I can only see what I can see. And in the dark, I can hold on to stories that center and ground me. I let go of fear. I support myself stepping into the unknown. I support myself turning on the light. Take a full, deep breath into this knowing, into this self-love soul care of practicing being okay with the unknown. And when you're ready, Bring some movement back into the fingers, back into the toes, little bitty wiggles. Take a big, deep, full breath in through the nose and exhale out of the mouth with some sound. Opening your eyes, coming back to the room. Feeling a gratitude for increasing your understanding of self. That we no longer have to be scared of stepping into the unknown. We have all the proof in the world when we just look and turn the lights on for our own histories. Every single time you have stepped into the unknown, you have faced the unknown, you have absolutely gotten through. That is 100% true or you would not be sitting here today. We feel stronger and more confident when we allow ourselves to align with that which we have overcome. I hope this visual experience, this meditative moment that you took with me, gave you something that you needed in your own self-care journey to manage your anxiety, to understand that we are all learning how to think and not overthink, how to process and not over-process, how to analyze but not over-analyze. I promise you over-analyzing your anxiety will not alleviate those symptoms. There is a point of diminishing return where we must let go and accept 
what we just don't get to know in the moment. And that is its own kind of powerful knowing. Thank you for meditating with me today. Thank you for taking care of yourself. Thank you for being an emotional badass that supports this show with your listening, with your love, with your sharing. Thank you so much for the Patreon reviews. iTunes had something crazy with it this week. About half our reviews got wiped out. iTunes is fixing that, I think. So thank you so much for your reviews. It really helps the business end of this podcast. I want to thank all our patron members. Those of you who have been on since the beginning, thank you so much for supporting us from the ground up. If you would like to support the show, buy us a cup of coffee, throw a couple bucks because you're living in abundance towards the fees and the cost of production for the show, please come find us at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. We are building content on there for you monthly. Come join our next live stream. I'll answer your questions. Come catch those exclusive episodes that are only available to our patron producers at the $5 level. Every single little bit helps. We are so appreciative of every little donation. Those dollar donations, they add up. If every single listener threw us a buck, man, would we be hitting some major big goals. So thank you so much. I have learned a lot about myself by stepping into the unknown of this podcasting world. I hope you are learning a lot about yourself and your strength, your strength and your sensitivity as you step into the personal unknowns that you face in your world. Light and love. Until next time, I am your host, Nikki Eisenhower, and this is Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. Bye-bye. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.